Joining us today is the youngest guest we've ever had on the pod. He's a 2021 national champion with Shattuck St. Mary's, current forward for the U.S. National Development Program, and a University of Michigan commit, and 2024 NHL draft eligible prospect. Crispy, welcome to the pod. How's it going? I'm honored. We are so happy to have you here, especially live in person. We got to cook some steaks up you know, chatted up and I actually learned a lot about you. My first question is you played 78 games this year, um, the most you've ever played by far. And uh, since you got back, I've seen you in the gym almost every single day. So can you talk about just like where you get that hunger from? I feel like for me, it's just all internal. I feel like over over the past years, it's just been growing and growing and I, I can't stop it, I guess. it's it's You kind of go like insane for the game. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so you're a Mequon boy. Talk about, like, your youth and growing up. Like, if it stems from there, kind of when you really knew you wanted to play hockey. I guess I knew I had a bit of talent when I played for Milwaukee Winter Club. I played up a year, and then from there, I went on to Milwaukee Junior Admirals, and uh, the confidence just kept building up and up. And from there, I decided to go to Shattuck and we can, we can talk about that too. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a one and done at Shattuck, kind of like you probably might be at, at Michigan, but uh, let's talk about Shattuck because I just was there for one year, like I mentioned, and I have so many memories. And to this day, I have a group chat with five of my best friends from Shattuck that we talk in literally every day. We have a group chat on text and Snapchat. And, you know, it's just like a brotherhood that you build with those guys. And I mean, my experience was unbelievable. I'd love to hear about yours. Yeah, I mean, exact same experience. You still talk to those guys all the time? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of those guys are with you right now, right? Yeah, there's we got around five or six players that are made it on the NTP team. How old are you when you when you go there? You're 13, you go, so hey, you're back. You're living, wait, you're, 13. you're living in the dorms. You live in the dorms. Uh, you live in the dorms. Or well, there was a couple of days, yeah, right? There's yeah, a, there's always a few days. Students if you're from Minnesota, like you can live at home, but the full experience is living in the dorms with the boys. You the get 2013 year olds together in the dorm. Yeah, oh, so good. yeah, good. You're, you're, essentially, good. you're essentially going to college at 13 yeah. <laughs> because like you're with the boys 24 seven in the dorms. Like, man, it's unbelievable. Like you talk about everything and anything with those guys. You're with them in class. You're with them in the dorms. You're with them at all yeah. times but i'm from florida i found out about shattuck through a teammate who was going to the tryout how did you find out about it um well it was it was covid year so a lot of the teams that i was thinking about playing on it was up in the air if they were gonna like have a season or not and just hearing from shattuck shattuck was saying yep we're gonna we're gonna create like a full-on bubble we're gonna we're gonna get you games we're gonna get you practices with teams and we're going to, we're going to bring the whole like experience, even though this whole pandemic thing is going on. It was just a no brainer to go there and, yeah. and I guess like get a, get a head start, jump start on, on anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Pandemic at the same time. And you won a national championship that year. Yeah, that was a, that was an add on too. Cherry on top. Hey, yeah. can you talk about just like that season? You had 87 points in 50 games. Is that good? And um, talk about just like your run to the national championship, winning it. My Bantam year, we went to the national championship. I don't know if you know this, but 2013 national championship versus Honey Baked overtime double OT loss. Wow. So uh, we were stacked that year too. So just like, what what was your experience like? Who'd you play in the finals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were a very good team. We lost one game whole season. Um, to who? 
Minnesota Blades. I think wow. the score was like seven eight. Yeah, and those guys yeah. hate you guys. Eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's they, a big yeah. big rivalry yeah. right there. Yeah, they were putting on their. I don't know how you say it, but they're putting on their stores like burning money before just because it's oh yeah because so. yeah it's expensive that's yeah. the biggest trip you get yeah, yeah that's yeah. the biggest trip so they you were get. doing that they yeah they they came out hard and they they managed to to beat us and it was our first and only loss we had all season but wow um yeah that's a wagon of a team yeah so at Shattuck I know like you go your Bantam year that's probably the best year to go to Shattuck not only because it's like the first one you can go but because when you get recruited to Shattuck as a Bantam um, essentially means you're on the team. Whereas, you know, like when you come back the next year after your Bantam year, yeah. you have to try out. Yeah. Right. So like nothing's given to you. There's a couple teams and stuff like that. So what was that process like? Cause I remember I didn't end up going back to Shattuck, I ended up going to the GTHL, but I remember actually a part of the reason that I didn't go back to Shattuck is because I doubted myself and I did not want to play on the double A team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. can you just talk about for you, like, coming back, having to try out, and then just that 15U season, 100 points? Yeah, coming back, I was hoping to, like, everybody hopes to make the prep team, but when I, I obviously made the U15 team, and I knew I had to prove myself if I wanted to make it on the NTP team, and then I ended up making it on the NTP team. So yeah, you exploded yeah. that year, 100 points. So you had that motivation when you were at Shattuck, like, you knew you wanted to go to NTDP? Oh, yeah, it's it's always been a dream for me. It's always been... The place that I want to get to, and I'm sure a lot of other youth kids can agree with me on that. How, how was your summer of training before that season? Is there anything you did differently before that season, or anything you could put your finger on or pinpoint what kind of led to your success that next season, or is it just more of you're comfortable with the situation, you know what to expect? It's your second year, and you just believed you, you just believed that you were going to dominate. Yeah just coming back, knowing what it's going to be like, knowing people there, knowing, knowing a lot more about the mm -hmm. situation and just coming back with the attitude that, Hey, I got to do my best. I got to prove myself. Cause at that point I was like, all right, I'm taking hockey completely seriously. Like this is my full-time job. This is what I want to do. This is like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's not just like a hobby anymore. It's right. You got to make some sacrifices. Well, it seems like you're in a similar situation this year going back to another high-end program after your first year feeling things out. And I don't want to jump a jump ahead or past that. So we'll talk about that. But but I want to go back even to the beginning. Like I just learned today that you have a lot of siblings, four, I believe, right? Uh yeah, three older siblings. Three older siblings and one brother who played hockey. So how'd you get into hockey? Was it because he played? But yeah, I mean Everybody in my family played, aside from my mom, my dad, my and my other three siblings played. So it, it was just a thing that my dad got me into at a young age. Um, who knows why? But Really? And you just like yeah, loved it I, from the start? Yeah, from, from the start, I, I just loved it. I, I remember him telling me stories like I went down, I went and put on the gear and I, I tried to skate in the house. Yeah, he, he always said I had a really strong passion just from, uh, from a young age. So you're a high-end prospect. What was the process like for you committing to Michigan? I'm sure you had a ton of offers, you know? Yeah, I played the, the just wait it out and kind of just take it slow because obviously it's a really big decision. So Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, I just decided that Michigan is the best spot and obviously just looking at their history and their coaches. I really like their coach. Did, did you uh, did you visit? Yep. 
how was your visit there is it it's yeah, just it's like an yeah, yeah. elite spot yeah it's, it's definitely an elite spot for sure did you go during football season what did you do on your visit I uh, just I mean it was just a visit no extra curriculum no did you watch a game did you watch it yeah I've went to I think three or four games now so. okay what's a day in the life like at NTDP I mean the days the days change depends on the depends on what give we me have. a Monday a Monday morning okay strict 650 wake up get fuel and head to the rink school from 9 to 10 30 and then from there warm up school from 9 to 10 30 is that what you just said and a 650 wake up straight to the rink wait a minute yeah, wait yeah, okay yeah so, so 650 so wake, wake up go to the rink yeah yeah, and get, yeah get, get food in you go to the rink then to school for 9 a.m yeah. or you do school at the rink do school at the rink oh, oh online school yeah i thought, school. Like, yeah, I thought there was like a pioneer high school no uh, no, they, they decided don't do they don't do that anymore. We were, the, I, I believe, we were the first year that they just decided to, to go like. Oh, wow. so it's all the boys doing school in a little classroom in the rink or in yeah. the locker room. Yeah, we have like a like a yeah, study hall area, yeah, like, like a, a little like library a, or what? Yeah, like a study room, I like guess. a lounge. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys yeah. go to school for an hour and a half. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That sounds like my. Uh, when I played for St. John Sea Dogs, I went to school from 11 to 11.45 a.m. And then I had practice at 1.30. So what I would do is I got a membership because I never played at a gym. And I'd wake up, go to the gym, then go to school for 45 minutes, one class, English, and then go yeah. to, go to <laughs> English that he already yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah. So I was so jokes, But that's all. That's really cool that your whole team's in the same class, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the same room. That's awesome. Yeah. So hour and a half of school, then what? Or change warm up and then we're on the ice and we're on the ice for around two hours and then we're about like 20 minutes to to get undressed and then work out two hours and then cool down and and then that's your day and get get back home around like four o'clock depending if you want to stay after shoot pucks do whatever could could be home at like around five okay so is there's there's eyes on you on at all times i'm assuming so like when you're in the classroom there's obviously a coach there and when you're doing your warm up, there's someone putting you guys through this warm up, or is it just the boys? Uh, no, there's eyes on us at all times, but I think they they trust us a lot. I think it's nailed in their heads from when we first get there that like your development is is up to you, and it's what you want to make out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's there's obviously like a trainer running us through. They're making sure you're doing everything yeah, right there. Yeah, and then yeah, which uh, makes sense. There's just there's obviously like a teacher looking over us because you know, like 20, 23 boys in a, in a classroom. Yeah. I can only imagine. Online school. I, I yeah. think they need like a teacher or something. Yeah. yeah it's like, uh, it's like study hall at Shattuck. I remember they need the sheriff. Yeah. They need the sheriff. <laughs> it's like study hall at Shattuck. I remember, well, I wasn't supervised, you know, like yeah. that. So I had to walk all the way to the girls dorms and go to supervised study hall. Um, but even in the beginning when I wasn't supervised, like all the doors are open. So you're like, Kind of when the yeah. when the dorm parent isn't there sneaking to your boys' yeah. room like what are you gonna do here yeah. you know all that so there's, it's there's, kind of similar right lots of similarities yeah there's a little shenanigans going on but for the most part I think that we do a pretty good job in getting our our school done so yeah no that's that's awesome to hear so those are those are pretty long days and then are you guys doing long days like that are you guys two hours on the ice every day or or does it start to cut down as a week gets are you as you get closer to games yeah yeah so i believe i believe thursday is the only day it's it's around like an hour and a half hour and a half or so, <laughs> so yeah it's, it's still a, a lot of time on the ice but it's definitely the practices are definitely 
easier on on Thursdays or the days before games just because they want us to it's, perform. Get, yeah, perform. Yeah, and talk about like your first season in the USHL. Like you obviously at NTDP you played so many games because you play like in different leagues. I'm guessing because USHL 29, 29 points in thirty nine games. Um, the USHL is a really hard league to score in. I mean, like, well, I've never had a point there. I have a stat here. He had the most five-on-five points for his team in the USHL. Yeah, so that's that's nasty. So can we talk about just, like, your adjustment to the USHL? Um, last year, you were playing at Shattuck St. Mary's 15U AAA. It's a big jump, right, to the USHL where, you know, the guys that you're playing against, you guys aren't, but the guys that you're playing against are wearing visors and – you know, so it's, it's it, junior hockey is 20 year old. So how was that adjustment for you? Yeah, it was, it definitely caught me by surprise a little bit. I feel like um, I definitely wasn't as prepared as I wanted to be. It was, it, it's a big jump going from 15 U hockey to to playing against guys for almost four years older than you. So it was definitely a big jump and I definitely, I definitely struggled for a little bit, but I, I felt like I got used to it and adapted to it and, yeah, I'm sure it was a shock for everybody. How how did the team kind of handle that from the start of the year? Like, was there anything you guys really struggled at defending, and then you guys kind of grew and understood that this is how the game is, is played? Really? Yeah, I think I think our team knew that we were a good team. So I, I think that at U17 year, your team is supposed to struggle a bit, yeah. and uh, I think. We was also nailed into our heads from our coaches that like we're a good fast team. So so we just decided to play from that identity, and I believe we tied the most U USHL wins out of any team in NTP history. Yeah, so you guys played playoffs three games, right? Yeah, playoff. We got everybody makes playoffs now in the USHL, right? Uh, not the not the U seventeen team. It's not common for uh for the U seventeen team to to make it to the playoffs. So. Yeah, nice. that's a great year. Nice. That it's, is a great year. Can you um I actually want to know how you and Z got together? Because like obviously everyone sees us here together. We're in the same place. This is one of our first ever just live Epi's just hanging out. And um I I've been training with you now. Z introduced me to you last season, and I know you're a dog. I'm surprised at how young you are when I look at your EP. It's like holy smokes, but you're you're a dog. I love training with you. But how did how did this get started? Um man, we yeah you can uh you can start off well i would just say so i i moved here um five summers ago and i've just kind of been coaching kids camps but still like training uh for myself and uh every every time i would find the skate i would see him like once or twice a week he'd show up and i'm like man this kid's really good he's wearing like a bright yellow static st mary's jersey i'm like who is this guy and like Kids are like, oh, that's that that's Epperson. Like he's a stud. Like he's good. I'm like, yeah, no, he is good. But like, I don't know, I've never talked to him. He just kind of comes in, he puts his work in, and then he's he's out of the rink. And then uh, I think last year, towards the end of the summer, I was like, all right, this guy's a gamer. I'm like, I I need to train with him. So I just put in your ear, like, hey, if you want to train with me, I'm gonna be going pretty early. Uh, just to see what you're about, and then you can kind of talk about what happened after that. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, so uh, maybe I might, I might, and then, uh, yeah, Monday morning shows up at four fifty, and uh, we're we're at a we're at a beach doing uh, sprints on the sand. So <laughs> that's when our relationship kind of just took off from there. Uh, yeah, I I mean I I remember there was a group of us. Uh, I called a training camp before training camp. 
so we could get like everybody ready for that that mindset of like it's going to be war when you get to a team because we had a group of guys that are just you know just a bunch of underdogs and like when you get there nothing's going to be handed to you so you're going to have to go there and stand out and outwork and show that you can recover faster you can perform faster and you're you're mentally stronger than you know everybody else so that that was kind of my plan for it and it turned into like now like a special workout group where Everybody comes back this summer. Blatch comes up for the full summer because he he did the training camp with us. And, like, it's a contagious group full of, like, positive guys with that common goal. And, like, we just feed off each other. We skate early. And Yeah, we can – and uh, you, you could talk about it because we were talking about it earlier. But even myself coming here and training with you guys, you guys helped me get back to where I needed to be. And uh, it was just like such an eye-opening couple weeks for me. And it was like, wow, like I felt like I'm back, you know, like like better than ever, you know. And so how, how did that like affect you being a younger guy? Yeah, I mean, it definitely just rubs off on me, man. Like the energy that, that all of us bring together just allows us to feed off all of each other and, and get better like that. Mm-hmm. absolutely man and i and i've loved doing doing it with you honestly can you describe your game so like wait wait wait, wait, wait real quick before we get to this one we're not going to okay. jump past blatch's first day with <laughs> the boys oh no we got we're not jumping past no the real first day with the boys was actually just me and zach he okay he, he, okay i'll tell you what happened yeah so i'm flying in I'm, i think i land at 3 p.m yep or yep 3 p.m i land zach's like okay i'll be there to pick you up he's like i'll be there to pick you up then I land. He's like, hey, I got you a bus ticket. So the, bus, <laughs> the bus ticket's there, you know? I'm like, okay, bus ticket. Fuck you, bud. But then, so I got my bag. I got my hockey bag, and it's, like, packed with extra stuff, so it's super heavy. And the walk from the, the gate, if you've ever done it at Chicago O'Hare, the gate to the bus is not a short walk. So I'm, uh, you know, I had to pit stop five times, and I was and I was hustling, you know? So I'm trying to make it to the bus. I'm asking, is this a bus? Is this a bus? Yes, yes, yes. Then I FaceTime He's like, no, that's not where the bus is. So I go back. I'm panicking. That is where the bus was. So go back. <laughs> I'm waiting for the bus. I get on the bus. Two hours, right? A couple stops, two hours. Get Z picks me up, right, from the bus stop. He didn't make me walk, thank God. So he picks me up from the bus stop, and we go to a field. We go to a field. Right? He's like, you got your running shoes? I'm like, yeah, I have everything with me. I just came from the airport. I'm moving here. He's like, okay, great. Put, put, grab your running shoes and stuff. I'm like, okay, great. Put my running shoes on. Let's do a mile as fast as we can. Six minute mile, dude. I am dead. Right? And just hop, just had a full travel day. It's like, all right, we're going to do a couple exercises. We get into like a plank. We turn on the, the audio book. Yeah, uh, we're listening to we're listening. Uh, David Data, The Way of the Superior the Man. Way the, superior. <laughs> the Way of the Superior Man. We're listening to it in a plank. And I'm just like, let's go, you know? Like, yeah, that was like my real day one. But you can talk about the day yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was exactly what happened. And then we finished up there. It was just kind of like, a, if you don't do this now, like you're going to be fucked yeah. for, for tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. And so the next morning we start at a hard 5 a.m. And you we're if we're starting at five, you better get there early for warm-up. So we got there at 440. We got there at 440. We did a dynamic, you know, activation. We were ready to go. As soon as five o'clock hit, not everybody was there. So we went right into a plank. So everybody getting a plank at 5 a.m. We're holding the plank until our our buddy gets here. 
holding the plank. Nobody's looking at the phone. It's pitch black out. You can't see anything. And we're holding the plank. And you just kind of hear like, holy fuck, how long are we going for? Like, my back hurts. You know, that, that. There was another guy who had just gotten there at 459. And he's like complaining. He's like, oh, I wasn't ready. I'm not warmed up. Like this and that. And like, but the whole point is like, we start at five. We start at five. It's not like you show up at five and we start at 510. And um, we held a plank for the first time for 10 minutes. Uh, the guy showed up at 510. Longest and, plank I've ever held to this day. <laughs> but the thing is, is nobody knew how long it was. Like, there was, yeah. no, there was no clocks, nothing. We're like, where is this? That's guy? why we were able to do it, though. Yeah. Absolutely. If I would have seen a clock and it said 758, I would have <laughs> said, what? I would have dropped, bro. Yeah. So uh, so the guy, he he gets there in the car. He doesn't even see us because we're all in the plank position. So he's taking his time. He's, like, looking around. Gets out of the car. As soon as he gets out of the car, all the boys are yelling at him. Come on, get over here. What are you doing? What are you doing? As soon as he gets over here, boys, get up. We're running a mile. So we start running a mile. Running a mile. Blatch is in the back. And uh, basically that started the whole day. It's just basically nonstop workouts. Learn these from Maddie McHugh. Shout out Northeastern. Uh, but anyways, we just kind of do these uh, military-esque workouts extremely early and and, 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 and Crispy's uh, with the big dog, so he is a big dog. Um, Crispy's leading the pack with yeah. the big dogs. I'm, yeah. like, trying to catch up to him. He's, he's the pace that's, setter. Right now. That's, that's definitely you. Come on. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, now can I ask that? Describe your game? Yeah. I, yeah. I want you, like, we've we've trained with you. I know how, how sick you are, and probably everyone can go look at your stats and where you play. I know how good you are, but, like, how do you see yourself as a player? Yeah, I see myself as a guy that brings energy to everything. A loose puck, a back check. Uh, I feel like that's that's what my game is, and I feel like I have the skill, I have the the playmaking, but where I really get guys is just how much more I want to compete than them. That's a great tool to have. That just comes back to, like, your hunger, because I thought you were going to say, like, I'm a sniper, like, I can go around guys, you know, because I've skated with you before, and, like, you are a sniper. You can get around guys. You protect the puck really well, but, like, you credit yourself to basically your hard work, like saying your back check, you know, and and like your awareness of the game and and just like that that shows maturity in your game because when I was your age, I didn't even know about defense, you know. Well, here's the thing: at the start of last season, they had two exhibition games uh, versus Janesville, and uh, for those of you who don't know, my wife is from Janesville. We go back there all the time, so. It was easy for me. Oh, Epperson's playing, Crispy's playing in Janesville. I'm there that weekend. So I went and watched them play against the Jets, playing against T Cloud, who's a part of our training group. And uh, I'm watching early, and like you could just see his jump right away. I texted him before the game, um, and I just see the jump right away. He goes in on the four check, and I just, I immediately start to see the passion that, you know, I play with on the four check of, hard skating like you're getting physical contact but it's not like you're hitting the guy like you're just down and you want the puck more than he does and I noticed that right away and I noticed what I think you do really well in the forecheck is I think you do a really good job of hitting and finding the puck and staying in a position to skate out of trouble which is a tool that I learned from you uh, which we'll get to that later but I noticed that you play with that hunger right away that was the first time I've ever seen you play and I'm like, oh, great jump right off the draw. And then I had noticed as the game had gone on, uh, 
you were playing, but then maybe you're getting skipped over. And I'm like, huh, this is kind of a weird situation where maybe he's not playing as much as I, I noticed other guys were playing, but I really liked your game. And then that even gave me more of a connection of now he's not getting the right share that he, he, that I feel he deserves of watching the game and knowing, and it just seems like I've been in that situation. So uh, I watched those two games and he stuck out like a sore thumb. And I'm like, why isn't this guy on the ice more? Well, it kind of makes you think like, man, I've said this before on the pod many times, every hockey player gets fucked over at some point in their career, whether it be small, whether it be large, but at some point, and maybe at most points of your career, you're getting less than you deserve. And it's just something that you got to know at all times. Like you got to work that much harder. You know, you got to work that much harder because it's not going to be given to you. That's for sure. And sometimes even when you earn it, it's not going to be given to you. So you just got to always be working and trying to improve. And like, we were talking to you about that earlier. And like, that's what I'm saying about you is like, you're so mature because you, you, you're consciously aware that you need to get better and you want to get better. And a guy like you playing at NTDP could easily have like a huge ego, think he's the shit and you know, that his shit don't stink and stuff like that. And there probably is guys like that, you know, but there's, it's just like you have a maturity level to yourself and also like to your game because of the way that you play and the way that you carry yourself. Um, who's a guy that you've always looked up to in terms of like hockey or a yeah. hockey player or a person? Yeah, for me, that's Nikita Kucherov. He's, he's definitely, he's definitely the guy for me. Um, I don't think I've missed a single game of his this past season. So yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of looked at him as like an idol for me. So so yeah. Besides his obvious elite like playmaking ability, his vision, how he just is ahead of the game, what about him attracts you to to him? I think how he was drafted in the second round and a lot of people didn't think he was gonna be as good as he is now, because like yeah, people are saying like mock drafts, he should have won first overall that year. Yeah. Just look at his mm-hmm. how he's just dominated the the NHL and, and yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good player comparison. I mean, and you play with grit. He plays with grit too, but he he doesn't hit guys as much as yeah. you hit guys. You he, know, he gets like people to hit guys for him. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that for you one day. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for now, you just do it yourself. It'll help you a lot. And, you got a big body too. Oh yeah. yeah, I was gonna say this too. A problem that you're gonna have too is because of the how hard you play, you're gonna get BS penalty calls against you. And like, my advice is don't change how you play. Because scouts are going to see, like, that's not a penalty at the next level. He's physically stronger. He's physically bigger than these guys. And refs, he's, like, guys are weaker. Like, you are physically stronger than a lot of guys your age that they play against. And so refs are going to see you win a battle and naturally put their arm up because they don't know. So just keep sticking to what you do because that was a problem I had. And I'm sure the way you play, you're going to run, run into that at some point as well. Is there a specific thing you want to work on this summer that you like, this is something I really want to dial in? Yeah, definitely. My one-timer. I feel like one-timer is a part of the game that can easily separate you from the crowd and just look at like how how a lot of the goals are scored in the NHL nowadays is one-timer quick off the stick, not even like on a stick for a second, just bang in the net. So so yeah, I feel like that is one thing that I could work on and it could take my game to the next level. Score a couple more goals. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. I, I don't think anyone's ever said that. It makes a ton of sense. 
Most schools have been one-timers as of late. There's a ton of advanced like analytics that'll tell you like one-timers increase your percentage, your percentage to score. Um, when the puck crosses the center point in the zone, increases your percentage to score. And if you hit a one-timer after it changes uh, puck sides in the zone, it's like 80%. It's, it's, it's off the charts. So like the numbers support it and that's another area I want to get better at too, because if you're a threat to shoot at all times, you're a threat to score at all times. You surprise the goalie. Teams aren't going to be expecting it. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're definitely going to work on that. Yeah, I got to work on it too. Well, we're, we're shooting 1 million pucks this summer. So you got to get good. there. You're going you're gonna to get there somehow. Get there somehow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So going into NTDP next year, like must be a ton of excitement. Now you're familiar with everything that's going on. Like, like just talk about how excited you are and just like having a summer to prepare and you're maybe if you have any expectations for yourself or if you're trying to stay away from having expectations for yourself. Yeah, I feel like this summer I've really decided to learn from all my summers in the past and kind of formulate like talking to talking to a lot of people and formulate a plan for for my summer. So I'm just I'm super excited to go on this next season. Do you have expectations or you try to stay away from them like you expect you're hoping to dominate you expect to dominate and yeah, it's okay I'll, if you are yeah i mean i'll just keep my expectations myself for right now i like that yeah i like that a lot yeah keep them internal and uh that's unbelievable i think you're gonna i think you're gonna have an unbelievable year because i mean just uh like i said just training with you in the summers and stuff it's just man if i had what you have at, at your age like who knows you know so man i just want to say like congratulations on everything and uh Man, you know I wish you the best. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so love much. Love you, man. Thanks for coming on, Crispy. I love you, man. Love you, love you guys, man.